Uh, we pick up on the top of Duff 23. Uh, we still are talking about uh, fires and stuff like that. And um, it says uh, we're discussing whether the fire uh, is like uh, arrows and, uh, and or, you know, it's a, it's a person's own force or else it's like his property, his animal, etc. So now, uh, I'm a Rava, uh, and Rava says, Kashalela Baya. So Rava uh, said that Abaya uh, raised the following question. Uh, so what happens is, uh, the, the one that says that uh, your fire is, is essentially your arrows, I, your force. Uh, the question is, how can you be liable, or exempt, sorry, uh, from liability, uh, for things that are hidden, all right, hidden items damaged by fire, all right. So what what the idea is is that uh, uh, we're going to see this as we uh, mentioned is that when 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 a fire comes along and burns things, there's an exception uh, to it. Uh, that is uh, um, that you know the uh, the way a fire you're not liable for hidden things. If a person uh, comes along and burns a grain stack and inside that grain stack uh, there are coins or something like that, he's only liable. Uh, for the actual stack of grain, he's not liable for hidden uh, things inside it. And uh, if it's like your arrows, uh, then uh, and it's I like your force, why would you be exempt uh, to that? Rashi mentions um, that it's the same way an arrow goes into a person's body and causes internal damage. Uh, so too, if it's if it is your your arrows, you should be liable uh, for that as well. But Rashi also says uh, when when damage is caused by our body, it doesn't make a difference what type of damage you cause, whether that is internal or external uh, difference. Differences as uh, with regard to that, so that is Rashi's uh, opinion uh, to that. So how come you would be exempt uh, from those? Uh, how would you ever find that? Uh, and then uh, he came along and he was uh, uh, felt. Um, he felt satisfied uh, with the following answer. So basically what happens is where fire breaks out uh, in a courtyard. Uh, so the, what happens is the fire breaks out in a, in a courtyard and then uh, later on the fence goes and collapses, uh, but not due to the fire. Okay, not as a result of the actual fire itself. And then uh, the fire moves on. And then goes long and causes uh, burns in another courtyard. So essentially, uh, you would be exempt in that situation. Because uh, essentially, your arrows are finished uh, in, that, uh, in that sense. Why? Because really, uh, the fire that you got was only uh, in one courtyard. And then it was, uh, through an external cause, actually moved on. Uh, to someone else. So the, the fact that it spread to a neighbor's uh, courtyard is, is not uh, similar to his arrows and therefore he'd be exempt. Uh, Gomorrah says, Ihaki, if that is the case, uh, in terms of that, uh, so even uh, even things that are exposed, uh, you would, uh, even things that are, that are in the open, uh, you should not be liable for. Uh, and, and that's it, because if your arrows are finished, uh, why would you even be liable uh, for something that's in the open there, uh, and that that is that uh, because the wall, if the wall wasn't there, the wall, I mean, the the wall was there and hadn't fallen down as a result of an external circumstance, uh, then uh, your it would have been finished. Your force is finished as well. All right. Uh, so uh, Ella, 
Al inyan dit lay mishum chetziav, it lay mishum mamono. So therefore, uh, uh, we, we come to the conclusion, actually, and this is a, a resolution which we, we had, had, had not uh, seen up until now, uh, is essentially the one that says that you, 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 it's similar to both your arrows, and also uh, that uh, is also uh, due to the fact that it is your property as well. Uh, it's your mamon as well as your arrows. Okay. And that is that. So in the, in this situation, Kugon Shaita Logodra Velo Gadra Dehatam Shora Velo Tafach Vape. And therefore, what happens is that the the wall uh, had fall down, and so you, why would you be liable uh, for open art, items in the open and um, and exempt uh, for closed item for for hidden items? Uh, it means that uh, if you had the chance, so the wall fell down. Uh, and you had the ability, you had the time and uh, to, to, to go along and fix it, uh, but you do not fix it, all right? And, uh, and therefore, uh, you are liable. In the same way, uh, it says, Essentially, that is your ox. Uh, that's it. And you didn't uh, fence your ox in. And you didn't uh, literally hit it in the face. Uh, that, that's it. in other words, block it uh, from going to do that. Uh, you know, it's as if it's your property that actually caused damage because you should have uh, put up this wall back up, the, the wall back up, and you didn't do uh, such a thing. All right, and that's uh, and even though oxes are different from arrows, uh, it means that it's not an action that you do, uh, but you are liable for uh, your your money uh, doing that, and that's why we move over uh, from. Uh, your actual force, like your ox, uh, I mean, your actual force, like your arrows, uh, to the to the fox, uh, to the ox, uh, which is your property uh, that that does it. All right, so so therefore, and that's why you'd be uh, do that. So so the fire uh, may not be similar to your arrows, uh, but uh, it is like your ox. So the, the the damage that it causes is essentially your money uh, moving over from the one tin to the other because you never uh, uh, hemmed it in. Right. Uh, so now you've come to the conclusion uh, that everyone really holds uh, that the damage is caused, uh, the, the, the fire is really a combination uh, between uh, you, you know, your property and your arrows. Uh, then what is the difference uh, between Rabbi Yochanan and Rash Lakish? You know, we'd, we'd said that yesterday, uh, I think it was, that uh, we'd said that, that that is the point of dispute between them. The Gemara says, to come along and to uh, to say that you are dam- you're liable for the four additional uh, types of damages that you do. All right, so the uh, the <clears throat> uh, the the actual damages itself that's an ezek that that's one, but then there's also. Um, Tsar and Ripoy, the pain, the medical costs, uh, and 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 the bullshit, the the embarrassment, and uh, the the one with a uh, shin, uh, you know, basically where where you lose your livelihood uh, as well. So that that's um uh, that's that, and uh, uh, you, you know you lose you lose all of that, and uh, um. And that's uh, so. That's the other four cases, and that's the difference between the the, the two of them. Uh, if it's just your your, your uh, uh, if it's your animal, uh, then you wouldn't be liable for that. But if it's considered your force, uh, then you would be liable for that. That is your arrows, and that is the the difference uh, between the two of them. 
Okay, going back uh, to uh, Shevet is the last one actually. Uh, th- that's the loss of livelihood that you'd have to pay the person uh, for his loss of work. All right, uh, quoting the Mishnah Allah Harara Mushalem, uh, you have to pay the full cost of the damage uh, for that uh, for the biscuit, that cake uh, that the dog ate, and uh, only half the cost of the damage uh, caused by you know when the stack got of grain got burned down. Man uh, Chayev. Now the Gemara says who has to pay uh, for the uh, uh, for the who who who's obligated to pay uh, for that cake the full value of it obviously Bala Kelev obviously the owner of the dog because the dog ate it uh, so the Gemara says the Chayav Nami Bala Gechelit but what about the owner of the coal should also be liable because he, he didn't uh, <coughs> guard his coal properly <coughs> and that's why uh, the and, and it caused damage and the Gemara says no Bishishimar Gechato so really what happens is the owner of the of the coal uh, guarded is uh, you know guarded it properly and that's why it's only the owner of the dog uh, that has to pay uh, the amount. So another one says, uh, So then if you guard it properly, you know, why, you know, where's the, where's the dog? Uh, you know, how come the dog got to it? You said it was guarded properly. Uh, but then if it really was guarded properly, what's the dog uh, doing there? So it obviously can't be done that, you know, it can't be uh, considered properly guarded. Uh, the Gomorrah says, No, Mishra uh, No, where the dog dug under the fence uh, and went into the property uh, and, uh, and, that's, and and took the cake as well as the coal. So, Amar of Mari Bereda Rav Kahana. So, Rav Mari, the son of Rav Kahana, uh, says, Zotomerit. So, this comes along to teach us, Stam de la Tort, Chaturot, Hain etzel Kelev. So, ordinary doors uh, could be opened, you know, be, could be dug under by a dog, because uh, if it was t- totally non normal uh, for the dog to dig under the door, uh, the owner of the dog would be exempt. Uh, from payment as well. That's uh, uh, that, that's like non-normal behaviour, uh, and therefore it must be normal for it to behave that way. And that's why the owner of the door, um, uh, you know, to, to, to you know, should be done for for doing that. Okay, so so that's it. So so now um, there, there is a question, obviously. Uh, you know, if 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 you if the dog is able to go under, uh, dig dig under the fence and then go fetch the coal, uh, why could, how could it be said that the owner guarded properly? Uh, and therefore, what what the answer is is that listen, it's normally uh, a fence uh, would be good over there uh, behind a closed door. Uh, you don't have to, to come along and lock up uh, things in, in, in an impenetrable thing, uh, in, in impenetrable room or something like that. So it's like not like massive safeguards, but a normal uh, safeguard. Uh, you know, you don't, as long as you guard your car from not causing damage by itself, then that's fine. You don't have to, to lock it up to ensure that no dog uh, comes along and does it. So the Gemara says, Dach so now let's have a look at this. You know, where, where did the actual uh, eat the cake over there? Eli made the begadish alma. If you came along and it ate it on, uh, the, the stack of grain belonged to someone else uh, other than the owner of the actual uh, cake, uh, then you shouldn't be liable for that because, as we've seen before, uh, and it eats it in the, the field of another, and really the field of another means the person who was damaged. Okay, the, 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 it has to be uh, you know causing damage on the property of the person who was injured, and it's not the case in this situation. Uh, and the Gemara answers, no, Lord Shreka, you're right. Uh, no, it means where the dog ate this cake after putting on the stack of grain owned by the owner of the cake. So really, you the the um, the dog does damage. 
by eating and then burning in the same place. Uh, that's it. He, he does it. So that's why the dog's owner is liable, because it ate it on the property of the person who was damaged. All right, the Gemara says, uh, and once once we have that, Tushlot de Piapara. So there, we, what do we uh, look at this? And we say, listen, once we've learned this, uh, we say the, the mouth of the, the, the cow, it says, is like the courtyard uh, of the injured party. It's not considered separate uh, from where the animal eats, you know, is eats. Uh, over there, it's not considered a separate domain. It's already considered, uh, even though it's the cow's mouth uh, that does the damage, that is like, uh, the, it's considered the property of where it is, actually, uh, and, and not, not considered anyone else's property. Because uh, it is seen as the owner's uh, of the ox's property. Uh, over there, dummy. Uh, uh, so then, uh, what, what what could you say? Lema by the vivtach bepuma the kalva. Then the dog, uh, the owner of the dog, uh, could could come along, uh, you know, and, and and say, listen, you know, what uh, to the to the the person uh, that ate it. He says, you know, what's uh, what's your bread uh, doing in my dog's mouth? You know, that that's like it's like saying, you know, you you brought uh, your 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 cake here uh, into my dog's mouth. I mean, it's a, it's a rhetorical way of saying uh, that uh, it's it's not the damage, the, it's not the domain, uh, not the property of the injured party. Uh, if you say it is the the damages uh, property, it's not the property of the injured party, uh, and that that uh, it would be, uh, in other words, you know, he wouldn't be liable in that sense. So it's a, a kind of rhetorical, uh, joking type of statement uh, to say that uh, it's a, you know, I, I shouldn't be liable if you would say it's a damaged party's property. And Moses says no, uh, uh, because the 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 question was raised. Uh, what is the mouth of an, uh, a cow compared to? Uh, when it goes long and eats, is it like the courtyard of the damaged party, or is it like the courtyard of the damager? Uh, and that's at the owner of the cow. And the Gomorrah says, uh, you know, go, goes to the same type of thing. If you say the mouth of the cow is the one, uh, the one that is responsible for the damage, uh, how would you ever uh, find a case uh, where you, you would eat uh, and and uh, and the owner of the animal would be liable because it's eating only if it ate it on the uh, the property of the person who was damaged. And if the mouth of the animal is the domain of the actual animal's owner, uh, well then damage when an animal eats uh, is always in the uh, in the damaged in the damages uh, domain because it's his animal uh, that eats, and you would never be liable <coughs> over there. So now the Gemara says. Uh, you could find a, a bit of an odd case. Uh, he says, I'm a mar- Rav, Rav Mari, Bride Rav Kana. So Rav Mari, the son of Rav Kana, says, No, Kugon, She Nit Chachacha, Bukotel, Dahanata, Vetivka, Perot, Lahanata. Uh, basically, what happens is that uh, eating, it's not eating in the general thing. It's like uh, it says if the cow rubs up uh, against the wall and lahanata uh, to, to, to scratch its back. So it does it for its pleasure. Uh, so we see in that way, it's like eating, uh, gets pleasure from what it's done. Uh, it's, and and or also, uh, and then breaks the wall over there. So he rubs up it's not, uh, and, and against the wall and it, um, 
it's not it's not uh, the domain uh, it's not you know the rubbing up against the wall it's not in its own domain uh, also vetinfa apparel lanata and also uh, you know rolled over on uh, on produce uh, you know to to like uh, to to scratch its back or something like that uh, also you know anything for its own pleasure uh, and any time an animal does something for its own pleasure uh, that's essentially like eating uh, and therefore um uh uh, then what we see that's like eating and uh, the animal you know it's like the animal causing damage in in that domain so you could uh, expand uh, the definition of eating uh, to an animal getting pleasure uh, to that so Marke Flaha doesn't like that uh, he says because again something that we quoted before uh, it says as the the tooth uh, gets eaten uh, the, the same way the tooth gets eaten and it all uh, gets destroyed, all right? Gets totally eaten up or consumed in some way, uh, and therefore, in this in this situation, you'd still have uh, bits of the wall there, uh, and you'd still have uh, some of the fruit there as well, and, and therefore, it's not considered completely consumed. Ravina Mar, uh, Ravina says, listen, you could find a case in this situation to shaf letzal uh that uh, there was a a tzelim, some type of image on a wall, and the and the cow, you know, someone drew a mural. And uh, the cow goes along and rubs out the mural. Ravashi Amar, the Pasay Kasue. And uh, Ravashi says it could be that a cow steps on these things or rolls on these things and literally squashes them into the ground, uh, totally uh, pushing it away so there's nothing left uh, over there. So you could you could uh, say it was in that situation um, uh, that this uh, that is defined as eating. All right, Tashma. Uh, so that, that is if you say that uh, it is the damaged party's domain. But uh, I think the way we hold it's the, the injured uh, party's domain and therefore all of these questions uh, disappear you have a much easier answer uh, in the, in those instances anyway uh, tashma uh, let's try and learn an answer from the following shisa bo etakelev shisa bo etanakash so what happens if you uh, make like um, uh, rile up a dog so that they go and bite someone or a snake uh, and uh, and then you you, uh, you you rile them up and, and then they go and bite someone. Uh, there's a discussion in Sanhedrin. Are you liable for the death penalty uh, if they uh, if they kill them? It says Patur, you are exempt uh, from that. My man Patur, uh, who is exempt? It says Masai Patur Kaiv Balakelev. Uh, the one who incited the dog is exempt, but the owner of the dog is liable uh, in that sense. Via amata chatzera mazik dami, and if you would say that the mouth of the animal is like the courtyard, uh, um, that of the one that does uh, the damage, says lay malay. So the guy could turn around and say, my bay yerech yadai pupuma de kalba. So maybe the it doesn't kill him; it just bites him. Uh, and hurts him. So he says, what is your hand uh, doing in my dog's mouth? You know, my dog's mouth is my domain and you've gone along and trespassed there. Also the same kind of rhetorical question uh, that we had earlier, just to say, listen, it can't be uh, the, the, the damages domain. Gomorrah like says, listen, no, you could even find a situation in this uh, case uh, where it would be uh, not liable. I'm a pato, uh, even the one who incited the dog is exempt uh, because the dog isn't his property. Uh, but the dog uh, owner is also exempt because uh, it's uh, it's the damages uh, courtyard, uh, and uh, and therefore that you'd be exempt. Uh, you could you could say as well the uh, the afke uh, 
visote. Basically, what happens is the dog extended its teeth out of its mouth and scratched uh, the person over there, but the the person's hand was not inside the mouth, and therefore uh, you can't say it's it's in the actual domain. Exactly as we said before, uh, where it's not where the uh, the cow goes and eats. Um, uh, the fruit and therefore you have a question is it his domain is it not his domain you could even found uh, the case where it sticks it out and it's 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 in no it's a separate domain altogether and and the the the, the hand that got injured uh, is not in the uh, the mouth of the dog at all all right so again tashma isif bo etanachash the 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 missioner continues uh, from masechet sanhedrin and it says uh, if if uh, you you made a snake bite someone rabbi uh, Rabbi Yudah says you are liable uh, if you killed the person to the death penalty. The rabbis exempt you. Rav Achabayakov. Rav Achabayakov says when you come along and you look at it carefully, uh, you find out the divrei Rabbi Yudah. According to Rav Yehuda, Ares Nachash Ben Shinav, who or made, uh, really the the venom of the snake, uh, the poison that the snake has, is really in its uh, it's in its fangs uh, the whole time, and therefore when the snake uh, you uh, tell the snake to go along and bite the person, uh, the the, the snake, uh, the person who instigated it, um, uh, the person having the snake, uh, it's essentially lefichach mafish besides as if he struck him with the sword, uh, the the poison uh, is essentially seen as the sword of there and the snake would be exempt uh, the, he hasn't done anything the snake hasn't done anything it's if the person incited it uh, to attack the, the other person as if he had a sword in his hand uh, however according to the rabbis no the venom of a snake is not uh, between its fangs but the snake does it uh, you know out of its own um, power and therefore uh, therefore the snake uh, is the one that actually uh, causes the ultimate damage and therefore it's the same as an ox that goes and kills someone it itself has to be uh, killed the same way as any animal that kills a person uh, and the person that incited it uh, to it and then hit with it uh, and, and, and made it uh, do the damage he would be exempt um, uh, so now uh, and if you'd say the mouth of a cow is like uh, the courtyard of the one that is responsible uh, for the damage what could you say uh, so this the same kind of rhetorical question uh, what is your hand doing in my snake's mouth so therefore surely that's proof the other way uh, and the Gemara says uh, no no you know we're not talking earlier we're not saying this principle uh, with regard to the death penalty one who kills someone else is always liable doesn't make a difference you know what domain it happens in where do you know to say such a thing to Tanya uh, as we learned in Ebrata what happens if someone goes into the courtyard of uh, someone without his uh, permission uh, and then uh, the owner of the property his ox uh, goes uh, goes this person and he dies mate uh, uh, even though he was trespassing, uh, the, the, that uh, um, because he was trespassing, uh, the owner is exempt because the damage took place on his thing. However, 
his property but uh, in any case what happens is uh, the owner does not have to pay the kofar as a result but in any case the, the ox has to be killed so we see when it comes to uh, killing uh, an animal that has killed another human being we don't look at whose domain it actually uh, is in and that goes against um, what uh, you know what we what we learned up until uh, now okay and um, and that is, uh, and that's, uh, and that's, uh, that's that. So not really go again, but I'm saying it just illustrates that point uh, of uh, of uh, to to show uh, that that is uh, the case. It doesn't make a difference where uh, the damage takes place. So damages are one thing, and the death penalty for the animal uh, is is another thing uh, as well. All right. So so therefore we don't uh, we don't say that. And Baalim Peturin mina kofe ma'atamah. What's the reason that the owner is uh, exempt from the kofe? The Gemara just explains itself. It's a law. You know, why are you in my property or trespassing in my property? Uh, therefore, uh, you, you know, you, you, it's, it's not my fault. I bear no responsibility for your death. But uh, if it would come, we'd say the same thing with the ox. My bye. Uh, by it, uh, why are you in my domain? Uh, the fact that he doesn't or can't make that uh, uh, claim, we don't say uh, that that is the case when it comes to the death penalty. We put the animal uh, to death uh, uh, for that. All right, uh, finishing off, Hanu is a Dubai Tarbu to have a Mafrise Lail Ravi Osev. So there were these goats belong to this Tarbu family that would come along and damage. Uh, the property of Rav Yosef, so he said to Abai, uh, it says, Zil uh, the, the uh, what they have to do is you know, keep their, their goats, uh, tsenua, uh, literally uh, locked up in their own property. You know, why should I go? It says, uh, why don't you just put a fence up your own property so the goats aren't going to be uh, in that area. Uh, what happens if the person did put up a fence uh, and uh, uh, and and uh, you know because he needed to do so? Uh, but what happens if he didn't do so? Uh, how could you ever find eating uh, that you'd be liable for? Kishe uh, Kharta, no Khatra. It says it could be eaten if the animal burrowed under the fence. Inami the Nafal Guda Balalia. It also could be where the fence uh, fell down in the middle of the night and no one knew about it. I know the fence didn't have the opportunity to repair the damage before these other animals came in and did the damage. All right, uh, so it would seem uh, that a buyer just didn't want to uh, do that, uh, or else he felt that it was... Um, he wouldn't be successful. Anyway, Machris Rav Yosef, Itaima Rava, either Rav Yosef or Rava would announce the Sakilin Alay, the Nachtin Lachata. All right, uh, it says um, <clears throat> to those that come up uh, to Eretz Yisrael from Bavel, as though that come, uh, you know, uh, go down, I from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Uh, what are, everyone agrees, Lenichin uh, Lahata, they all agree. Hani is a Dushuka Mafsidi with regard to these goats uh, that are, are goats of the market, okay, that hang around in the market uh, and uh, they're going to be shifted. And they cause damage. Mafsidi, Matrin, 
b'marayu try it slatzer zimnim. You you warn the owners two or three times. Eat tight. If the owner listens, tight. Well then he listens. Then that's great. Vilo if he doesn't, amrele tiv am sachta v'kabel zuzach. So basically we say to him, listen, go sit next to the butcher shop and take your money because basically we're going to kill these goats and um, uh, straight away and uh, you might not get the best price for them <coughs> because uh, but because they're causing damage uh, we're gonna <coughs> go ahead and check them uh, straight away and therefore um, you you know we will will take matters into own hands so just go look after them uh, otherwise it will end up being a loss for you okay we will leave it there at the Mishnah everyone should have a great day.